Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Yellow Army podcast. Our apologies for absence last week. Um, we weren't around. A belated happy birthday to uh, our regular listener, Hayden. We were supposed to say that last week, you see, but there wasn't a podcast last week, so we had to miss that one. We're allowed a day um, off every now and again, Guy, aren't we? We are. Well, it's been a momentous week. Since since Talking United last played and since we last podcast, um, I've had COVID and become a grandfather. Um <laughs> Have you had a lively week as well? Um, well, I had a week off uh, because obviously when we uh, we, we realised that there wasn't a game on Saturday, we, we were able to relax a bit. So I had a week off and did nothing, which was probably the best thing I've done all year. Very good. Very, very good. So we're, we're suitably refreshed yeah. and ready for a massive, massive game on Saturday, which we'll talk about at length in a little while, but you've been out at a chilly seal home this morning chatting to the gaffer. Well, I'll tell you what, we've, we've been used to, since uh, the press conferences have come back, they, they've liked to do them outside, but um, the wind was so strong that there was no chance any 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 phone microphone was ever going to pick up any noise apart from just... So, um, <laughs> so we went inside and it was nice. It was nice to be inside and have a chat with the gaffer. I mean, they've only just started doing the press conferences again, haven't they? And uh, it, it, it's it's good. It, it's nice to see them back. Works better, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. to, talking on the phone and talking like we're doing now on Zoom for uh, reasons of isolation and what have you, then, um, you know, it's just nicer to be back talking face-to-face again, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Obviously, you've got an important trip to go and see your, your new granddaughter and, and we don't want anything to spoil that, so that's why we're doing it like this. And... Um, yeah, but it is nice to get back in the same room as the gaffer and talk about football and the weather, which I did do. So let's have a listen. Let's listen in to, uh, to your chat with the gaffer and um, we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. Gaffer, as we head into the last nine games of this season um, and obviously having a, a, had a two-week break, how are preparations going ahead of, of the first of the nine games this Saturday against Notts County? Well, you wouldn't expect me to say anything else other than they're going well. Um, if they weren't going well, I wouldn't tell you anyway. <laughs> but uh, no, we, we, we've had a good week. It's been a good week because we've, uh, we've managed to do quite a bit of work um, on our own game. And obviously you have to do a little bit of work on the opposition. But it is about your own game. And uh, we've got to make sure that our players, and they do, understand the the importance of the game now they've been showing for the last four months that they understand the importance of these games and uh and it's got us you know we've not been flying up that league but uh we've been gaining the points and it's given us a a chance at the playoffs uh, you know just to um enjoy being a part of an end of season playoff competition, if you like. Now, with that in mind, when you look back at when we played Notts County back in August, how pleased are you to see how the team has developed as a squad since since that game back in August? 
Yeah, well, we more of our new players have, have had more of a chance to get into our way of playing, into our philosophy, our mentality. Um, and you know, at the start of the season, we had a we had a couple of uh, sending offs, which didn't help. Uh, to be fair, we had a, a good game at, at Notts County. Uh, that was a sending off as well. So we was down to ten men at that point, although we drew one on. Um, do you want me to say again that that wasn't a sending off? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone looks at it. That's, uh, anyway, that's another thing. Um, so it, the, the squad has developed, and um, you know you, you can't get your your team. We'd love to, but we didn't have a chance to last year to get your team and go bang. Here we go. Um, so we've we've gradually built built on it, built around the players that we trust, and um, and got better. So. We, it, what it does, it gives you the, the thoughts of really looking forward to this game rather than seeing it as a, oh no, <laughs> you know, we, we, we are really looking forward to, to this game against Notts County. And uh, lastly, famously last season, uh, for the playoff semi-final game, you said about the fans not being just the 12th man but actually being in the team as the 11th man. They did that on the day, so how important is it to you that they uh, can do it again this Saturday? I mean, what's a hundred percent? It's a hundred percent definite that they they can make that difference. Um, most, you know, I think you'll find that most teams, if you if you count up the home wins and away wins, most teams will have more home wins than away wins. Why is that? You know, when we were kids, it didn't matter whether you was on Wormwood Scrubs, where I used to live in London, or. Battersea Park, you know what I mean? It didn't, it didn't really matter. That wasn't. So you, you'd still play your best football. So uh, the difference is, is that you get a, a home gate, uh, home fans, and so we've got to make sure we've got more fans than the Notts County fans, um, and certainly we've got to make more noise uh, than them if we can. But we've also got to be the catalyst. Our players have got to be the catalyst for that as well. What comes first? Is, support or the game and or is it the game and then the support you know it's got to be both together from from minute one when we kick off um, the boys are putting in a, a lot of effort at the minute and uh, they, they, they deserve a great atmosphere and the supporters deserve the seeing the players put in a great performance Gaffer thanks for your time today and good luck for Saturday thank you very much Gary, as we talk, there's a massive wind blowing outside, etc. Would the weather play a part to your preparations? Do you ever look at the weather beforehand and see always. what it might be? Yeah, always. Yeah. You know, you've got to work out what way the wind's blowing and uh, you know, what your tactics are um, early on and late on and if it's going well, if, if it's not going so well. Um, so, of course, yeah, everybody will look at the, the weather. Um, you look ahead, I mean... Today it's Thursday and it's windy, yeah, yeah. so by Saturday it might have calmed down, sort of thing. But uh, you never know, do you, with English weather? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it it, do, it does play a part, and, and we will need to keep an eye on the uh, the weather forecast. Another thing, um, obviously, uh, you use a lot of video technology nowadays to to look at away teams and how they're performing and and their players. How much has that changed since you started coaching, Gary? Because obviously that wasn't around in those days. So, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not being... <laughs> How very rude. It wasn't, Gary, Gary, it wasn't around when I started doing this either, so... Oh, no, no, you can't get out of it now, mate. Anyway, that's uh, the uh, How much se- has it changed? session finish. <laughs> How oh, much God. has it changed the whole, the whole job? Um, well, these, these people uh, like Louis Berkeshaw sitting over there smiling. There's always no video, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron Downs, you know, you... What you do is, when you're our age, <laughs> is that you, you bring in younger people that can put it in front of you. Yeah. you know? I'm not at home, they're at home all night. I am at home, but they're at home yeah. all night preparing uh, the videos on the opposition and ourselves. Sometimes we, we, we try and boost the players' confidence by showing them good things that we do, and this is our plan working. Sometimes it's this is our plan not working. Uh, and obviously you do that with the opposition as well. So by the time it sort of gets to me, God bless them, um, Louis and, and Downs have already sort of put the major things together. I'll watch the last game of the opposition, mm. but they'll put it all together in uh, in a form that the players can see and understand. But that's not just us. I, I suspect that nowadays, in our league especially, everybody's got their IT Analysts, yeah, which uh, none of them are better than ours. Of, of the IT analysts, just just replace old scouting networks where you would get the sort of the envelope for the post a couple of days after the game, and uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're probably right there. Yeah, it, it, it has because yeah. you you didn't really get that much in. You know, you, you had the old VHSs and all that sort of thing. You know, <laughs> it sounded got, really old. Yeah, I've still got that. Um, you know, you still had the machine, uh, the the, video, the cassettes. Yeah. But no, no machine now <laughs> to put it in, like you know. But um, no, it's it's we we have a good system for yeah. this. Yeah. You know, there's no excuse on us being behind any other club uh, in the league, even. You know, obviously the top boys have a little bit more yeah. stuff, but um, we, we get enough. And then it's just down to giving the boys the information that you put together. Because all teams are different, they all play different, mm. they've all got different strengths, different um, players that can hurt you. you know, sometimes it's a left winger, might be a centre forward, might be a right winger, you know what I mean? So you, you, have, to, you have to adjust and then obviously you have to work out the player that you might have to focus on as a weakness for them. You know? And I hope you don't have one of his best games, <laughs> whoever it may be. So. There's a lot goes into it, and uh, and uh, Louis and Downsy do very well with that. Absolutely. Good to hear from Gary. Um, he's obviously really looking for you. Well, why wouldn't you look forward to a game like Notts County at Playmore with um, everything at stake? Is it fair to say that the whole season really hangs on 90 minutes at Playmore on Saturday, Rich, or am I over-egging the pudding? I think you've put half an egg in. Um, and uh, or, or or maybe maybe just a little bit too much of an egg in if you if you, if you're using the phrase over egging, um, I I think yeah. I think we need to win yes to make the um, the running, you know, continue. But um, I, you know, there's nine games to go. Um, I think I think there's still okay. There's nine points difference, but there's there's still a bit of a, a gap there and to catch up but you never know you never know I mean stranger things have happened haven't they the, the bigger gaps have been closed in different times so um, if we lose if we lose yes it's a, it's a it's a bad thing but I wouldn't say it's the, the a terminal thing 
You remember but, a few but, weeks but, ago but, when but I, I did make... But apologies, but we're not going to lose. So, you know, that's re irrelevant anyway. We're not going to lose. We're not going to Well, I did my homework a few weeks ago, if you remember, and I did that graph. I actually did the uh, Gary's graph of the two points yes. per game. And I've been keeping it up ever since. And if we do win, when we do win, yes. on Saturday against Notts County, the dot is back on track. Is it? Yeah. So is it still, it's, is it's, it still one, it, one point under? It is, yeah. yeah. But with the three points in one game on Saturday, that will drop us back. It, it will put us on target for the first time since the second of that long run of draws. Yeah. Have you been updating so it's taken that graph? A while to get. I have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I have. Having started the project, I thought it would be silly not to finish it. So I've been putting little dots on the graph after every game, and it's it's it. I say a win on Saturday and we're right back on it again. And I'm sure that point is not lost on Gary and Aaron that, you know, they've they set that target and just slipping behind the line won't have, won't have unfocused them for a moment, I'm sure. Absolutely. So, I mean, Notts County, there's going to be a big crowd there on Saturday. I know Gary has said that, you know, the, the, the crowd have got a real part to play. The place could be bouncing if it's a nice bright day on Saturday. There could be a crowd of you could look be looking at three thousand or more there on Saturday. I would have thought uh, Notts County will bring quite a lot. You would hope so. My my only caveat to that is we we we've had these days before where we were expecting a big crowd and then you know we've been a little bit disappointed. Um, I think I think with a two week gap and with this game being such a big one. Um, yeah, I think we're, we're, if 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 we if we get over three thousand, I'll be happy. If we get over four thousand, I'd be yeah. ecstatic. I don't think anyone's expecting maybe four thousand. However, I think um, Notts County will bring a, a a decent amount of uh, fans with them as well. So you never know. It is one of those those games where you. I mean, I know I I kind of dismissed your fact that it was you, you saying that it was you know absolutely imperative that we had to win this game to, to to have any chance of catching the playoffs. But I did use the phrase make or break on the back of the Herald this week. So I guess, I guess I'm, you know, yes, I yeah. said could be make or break rather than is make or break. So, um, but I was, you know, I did that kind of long headline because I, I, I thought, you know, people who were umming and ahhing about going to play more on Saturday, if they saw that headline on the back of the paper and, and read the piece that I wrote, they, they might, they might be, Erred to go to play more rather than not to, yeah. um, you know. Uh, it, 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 Gary has talked about how the crowd is so important at home, and how you know they can be the twelfth man, if not even the eleventh man, um, and really, really help the players out in situations. And so I think it is important that that that, that not only the, the the people who turn up, so the numbers that turn up, but also. Those numbers who turn up are vocal and loud, and as I said, in the back of the back of the Herald, um, you know, it makes some noise. We, you've only got to look back to the playoff semi-final game against Notts County yeah. in June um, last year. Well, the interesting thing, the interesting fact. thing about that, it, 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 it was a restricted uh, attendance as well because it was we were still coming out that that big first wave of COVID, or was it the second wave? I can't remember, but. Um, there, there, were, there were still restrictions on how many in percentage terms you could have in a ground. So I think 
although we we yeah. remember it as being a rocking rocking Playmore, and it was, we could have almost double that amount of people in there on Saturday. Yeah, we could. That was a heck of a game as well, wasn't it? I mean, it was four-two uh, after extra time. A couple of goals from Danny Wright, including one in the very first minute. Mm-hmm which was a fantastic start to the game. And then Asa Hall and the Dean Moxie penalty, yep. uh, giving us a 4-2 win. Not even going to mention the final that came afterwards. Let's uh, let's revel in the joy of the uh, the Notts County game. Absolutely. Now, that was... I remember talking to Gary after that one and saying to Gary, that must have been practically a perfect performance. And, and you know, he was, he was quite, you know, letting in the two goals. You know, it was just an example of how focused and how driven they are behind the scenes at Playmore that you know yeah he, he enjoyed it it was a good game but it was far from perfect we could do with more of the same on Saturday couldn't we we could and of course he threw a spanner in the works didn't he where, where everyone was concerned uh, Notts County wise because they wouldn't have planned for Carl Cameron to be playing on the on the left wing is that the game that he played Carl Cameron on the left wing it is isn't it it is I think he did yeah he played, he played him everywhere in that um, yeah. little spell didn't he but yeah on the left wing uh, we'll come to Kyle in a minute as yeah. well because that's you know one of the interesting angles to the game. Yeah. The two teams are on very similar runs of form. I had a little look at the Notts County and Torquay's form, as you might expect. Arbitrarily, over the last 13 games... Arbitrarily? We've won six, drawn one of them, lost two. <laughs> well, I had to draw the line somewhere. We've <laughs> won six, drawn five and lost two. They've won seven, drawn four, and lost two. Okay, so it's so very we're similar. Pretty close on form. Yeah, there's nothing much to choose between the sides. I, I think it's going to be an absolutely uh, quite a sparky game. I imagine my, on Saturday as well. My only thought about Notts County. Well, no, it's not my only thought. Otherwise, I'd be <laughs> I wouldn't be doing the job I do. But um, one of my main thoughts about Notts County is when you look at that team sheet and you see Rodriguez and you see Wooten. Uh, and and if 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 the man that we're going to talk about in a minute was fit, you see Cameron, you see a very strong team. I mean, that, that Rodriguez was was brilliant last year, in the couple of games he played against us. He was, yeah. I, I take on board that completely. But we've come up against Stockport, Wrexham teams who, on paper, look like somebody's football manager squad, um, and. Yeah, managed to take points off them this season. Yeah. So I, I, I know, I know what you're saying though. I, you know, Notts County look a strong, solid team with a couple of absolutely outstanding star players. But I think we've got the measure of them if Gary can get a real performance out of the side. Absolutely, we we played them last year in the league just after Birchall had taken charge. And uh, it, it wasn't necessarily going that well for him. He's a very technical coach and likes to to be very modern yeah. and, and don't we all nowadays. In fact, we talked about that with Gary in the interview just that you just heard just now. But um, he, is a, he is a real football coach rather than a, a clogger coach, for want of a better expression. And um, he was under a bit of pressure there uh, when he took over. They didn't, they didn't yeah. go on a, a great run when he took over. And there were questions being asked. And he's, he's absolutely proved that, you know, uh, you can... And we know this because, you know, we've seen teams do it in the past, but you can get out of that division or you, you can challenge in that division, I should say, with a with a footballing mentality that maybe comes from um, higher up the echelons. Um, and and I, 
I like what he's done there. And, you know, apart from Saturday when I hope they lose heavily, I think I, I'll give him some credit, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So, and also we talked a lot this season about the big changes in the Torquay squad and, you know, the, the root and branch changes. But if you look at the team that played um, against Notts County in that playoff semi, yeah. there will be eight eight players in the Torquay United squad this Saturday who played in that semi-final. OK, how, so, so you've got that in front of you. The core of the team. I have, yeah. OK, so how many, are in the, how many were in the right. 11? Um, seven of them. Okay, so can I name the seven four? Of them can I can I name the four that were that that, that 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 aren't at the club anymore? Let me have a think. Well, Coverland for one. Yeah. Cameron. Yeah. Oh, so who would have been? Do, 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 do. Um, I haven't got the team in front of me. Oh, there's, sorry. There, there's another one who went to. There's another one who went to Notts County, though, isn't there? Yes. Aaron Demain. Yes. Of I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> the players who did start for us that day included Danny Wright, Ben Winter, Dean Moxie, Joe Lewis, Connor Lemon, Hay Evans, Asa Hall, and Armani Little. Yeah. And Sean MacDonald was on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, there, there is still that the is quite... nucleus of that team is still very much together. Yeah, that's quite a core, isn't it, actually? I wouldn't have expected that many players to have it been is. involved. So the two players who went from us to Notts County at the end of last season, Kyle Cameron, mm -hmm. bit of a surprise when Kyle went. Um, you know, we lost Lucas Coverland two days after the playoff final. We lost Kyle Cameron pretty shortly afterwards. I mean, he started, hit the ground running, didn't he, at Notts County? He started really well. Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise um, that, that he... he he went to Notts County. I wouldn't necessarily say it was a bit of a surprise that he went somewhere. It was just that we all expected him to have done enough to get a move into the league. Uh, obviously, Notts County decided that they were going to be able to put their hands in their pockets and, and probably double his wages. Our speculation is it, you know, is a dangerous game, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, yeah. he, he got a better payday uh, uh, um, or he gets a better payday at Notts County than he did at Torquay. He's skipper there. Yeah. I mean, he's played 24 league games. He's got four goals. Yep. I think he got all four of those goals in the first couple of games. Yeah. But he's out. He hasn't played since March the 5th. No, he's got yeah. a hamstring injury and he won't play on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I mean... I don't want to. I don't want to celebrate a hamstring injury for Carl Cameron, but uh, if the timing of that mm -hmm. hamstring injury was was good for us and it that that's that's good really um we know what he's about you know he's a solid solid defender he also is a danger in the box with his head from corners um uh, and 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 he's a decent player and he grew with us and which which is i i guess what one of the disappointing reasons one of the reasons why we find it disappointing that he did leave for another national league club is because he felt like our player yeah. because he came from um, you know, higher up the league and uh, at Newcastle, um, he obviously hadn't made it there. But there was obviously something good about him, and uh, and we took a risk on him. And he worked with Gary, and Gary worked with him, and and he turned him into a really decent player. Now Gary knows full well that every time he turns a, 
a, a new young lad coming into the team into a, a strong player, there's not much longer he's going to have with them. So it's just why it's just disappointing that we, you know, if, if he'd been fit, we would have been facing him in the same division in the race for the same title. Yeah. Not title, sorry, playoff places. Yeah, Aaron Lemayne is interesting though, isn't mm. he? Because Aaron, Aaron came on leaps and bounds yeah. under Gary. You know, there was a time I remember sitting next to you on the press bench when you would have your head in your hands. Yep. At Aaron Lemayne, you know, run, running down channels where nothing was happening yep. and losing control of the ball and losing possession. But he just got better and better. He seemed to the, get it. Yeah. Season, last season that he was. He seemed to get get what Gary wanted um, in the end, and 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 sometimes it yeah. sometimes it takes players a little bit of time, especially if they've come from higher up the food chain, like Kyle, like Aaron, who was at Man City for goodness sake. Do you know what I mean? Um, sometimes it takes. Sometimes the quality is there, but the thought process isn't, and um, and it takes a little while. But uh, and that you know, yeah. Gary said at the time he needed another season with us. To become the the proper yeah. finished yeah. finished talky United product, um, and I think that 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 kind of statement bears fruit when you look at his involvement at Notts County this season. And I wonder, uh, and, and I wonder, yeah, and I wonder, I wonder if 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 Birchnell at Notts, Notts County sees himself as a, uh, a a coach who has time to coach raw talent. Which Gary does, yeah. Um, and whether you know he he took on Nemain and then got exasperated with him, and that's why we haven't seen so much of him. He is getting games though. He's coming on off the bench. He's he's getting games to serve. He he, um, he played the last game. He played in the uh, the trophy semi against Wrexham. Right. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see him coming on off the bench on Saturday. Okay. Well, I'm going to put it out there, but I'm not too worried about him. interesting to see what Tim Williams... Just jot that down, just in case. <laughs> I tell you what, that's <laughs> going to come back and bite me on the arse, isn't it? <laughs> so it's going to be a cracking game Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopefully a big, big crowd there. And if you, if you know, any, if you know well. anyone who's erring on going... Grab them by the the tailcoats and pull them to uh, to play more. Not suggesting that anyone wears tailcoats anymore. Yeah, absolutely. While we're on the subject of getting crowds into play more, by the way, I noticed this morning um, talking about his next community day uh, is Easter Monday. Okay, Easter game on Easter Monday. Another community day. It's local sports teams and clubs who are being offered. Free tickets. It's a very generous offer. There's a thousand free tickets there. You just go on the club website and have a look and see how your local sports club can get them. That's um, good. That's good. Great offer. Oh, it's yeah. gone really, really well. This. It's been a good idea. These community days. It's another tick in the box for things that the club is doing really well. Um, so yeah, there's another one coming up Easter Monday. Let's have a big crowd there for that one. Absolutely. No, I mean this is a this is a positive that has come out of this season, and I, I, I. I I kind of wonder if it's it's come out of this season because of what's happened in the in the recent couple of years with COVID and stuff, and it's the the club has been trying to encourage people to come back to the club, um, and you know so that's a positive yeah. out of a massive negative over the last couple of years. If if there's any positives, then that's great, and I, and I think the club have done well with the the Women's Day and the NHS Day and and um, 
you know, the kids' day, and 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 this one is another one, sports clubs' day. Yeah, keep keep it going. That's brilliant. Absolutely. Did you know it was Ben Winter Day yesterday? By the way, it was officially Worldwide Ben Winter Day. Yesterday. Was it? Wow. It was the How did you get a day like that? The when, third when, anniversary when, of the goal. When's When's Richard Hughes Day? Apart from my birthday, of course. Richard. Every day is Richard Hughes Day. Lovely. So it was the third anniversary of the goal, was it? Every Tuesday should be Tuesday. <laughs> of the goal at Woking. The um, loads of different clips on Twitter from different angles, by the way. It seems like everybody was filming that one, but yeah. um, he stuck that away beautifully. And somebody had posted something online um, about it, um, Ben's goal, and Ben was straight on Twitter saying, Best moment of my career so far, he says. Brilliant, so, so that's great. Cracking finish, yeah, absolute cracking finish. What a what a what, what, what a great player he's been mad. to the club as well, guy. I mean, you know, when when we picked him up, it wasn't it wasn't a high profile signing, was it? But he's now probably one of the longest lasting players no. in the squad. And um, Gary has, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, a couple of times this season, Gary has described him as the best right back in the league. And he was a Gary Hours signing, of course, along with um, Sean yeah. Mack and uh, Kyle Cameron. Well, there um, we go. You know, yeah. they were here when the club was absolutely, you know, in the doldrums. Yeah, absolutely. Heading south in National League, Sam. Yeah. Um, and Gary Johnson came in and turned, turned those players and the squad around. Uh, the England experience wasn't perhaps all it could have been for no. Vince and for Armani Little. They were... Um, they were beaten four 0 by Wales C last week. Yeah, uh, I, I, I honestly, I'm, I, I know it's a little a bit of a, uh, a kudos to the players who are selected, but I cannot see the point in that team. No, it, it's. I can, you know, I mean, there are England representatives, there are national representative teams all the way down. Out there's the under twenty ones and now the under twenty threes aren't there, and there's under eighteens yeah. and B team, C team. But you know you're playing in front of three men, three women, and two dogs. And also, and also, guys, it's, it's, it's one of those teams. Torquay didn't have a game last week, so they were able to say to Armani and Ben, "Go and enjoy yourself." But I bet half the players that that yeah. is it. Fairbrother still there? Um, I bet half the players that the manager. Yeah, yeah Fairclough. Yeah, yeah, Fairclough. Yeah, I bet half the players he approaches to 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 play in that team have to turn it down on the instructions of their clubs because of the games that they've got around that, that time. And I just just don't... I mean, they aren't important games, are they? I mean, honestly. Uh, I'm just, maybe I'm just being an old grump, but I just don't see the point in it. <laughs> well, let's, let's look on the positive side. Ben Winter played all 90 minutes. Yeah. Armani Little played 70 minutes. I mean, if anything... I he imagine got, if, 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 if anything, he got some time in his legs in a game that wasn't important. He did. And I imagine they got some kit out of it as well. Do they get to bring home an England tracksuit or something like that? Maybe they something do. something that you or I will never have, and those guys have got them. So, fair play. They've played for England. Yeah, that's, they've played um, for England. They can say they've played for England, and uh, I, I can't. One thing I forgot, people, again, talk on social media. When I was talking about Ben Wynn today, people were asking, what's the most iconic Talking United goal. What is the goal that you remember? Maybe not the best goal, 
but the most iconic goal that you remember, the okay. Ben Winter goal at Woking. The other goals I've got to mention before I put you on the spot. Okay. I'll give you a minute to think about it. I, I'm already know. I already the know what the answer is. I bet it's one of these. Paul Dobson against Crew. Tim Sills at Wembley. Oh, I thought your thumb was going to go up there. Rodney Jack and Steve McCall goals in the same game against Scarborough. Union O'Kane against Argyle. Um, but there are so many. Which what are you thinking? Well, I saw all but one of those, uh, and they're all um, they're, they're, they're all big goals. Obviously, uh, I mean that 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 um, Tim Seals goal at Wembley. I I actually um, I was working for non-league today at the time, and I did the, I did the FA Trophy final the year before in the press box, um, but I decided to go. Yeah. I decided uh, me and my, my my girlfriend at the time we decided to go in the. Um, in the crowd that for that game with her, with his with her son and uh, that was a memorable goal. I've got to say that is probably probably up there. Um, I was there for Dobson, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I'd never. I didn't see that one. So uh, I was there for that. I wasn't there. Um, and I was obviously there for the Scarborough goals. Uh, I mean, those those two Rod, early Rodney Jack goals were were, were amazing. Um, but there is a Derek. Dawkins goal from early 80s time um, where I was standing almost on if you drew a line across the pitch I was standing on the pop side almost in line with Derek Dawkins as he struck that ball yeah. um, in that famous is it FA, it was League Cup wasn't it with Beats Spurs yeah yeah I think it was Cup. League Cup rather League than Cup. FA yeah, Cup I was, I was on the pop side with you I, did, I was there too yeah uh, it was it, that, that that goal is the one that, that that sticks in my mind out of all goals. I mean, I don't know why it's that one, but that is that I can see it. I can see him smashing it yeah, to this yeah. day. With you know, it was a great strike, and and we'd held out, and it was quite late in the game as well, wasn't it? It was. Well, that's that iconic goals. That for those listeners out there, that's your homework this week. Come up with a goal that we haven't mentioned that's iconic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there are plenty, um, plenty we, others. We, 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 it, it's funny how some goals stick so in your head as well. I mean, I, I have a, yeah. a really good memory of a goal against Cambridge. I think we beat them three two in Leroy's first season when uh, the we we broke from a, defending a corner, and Martin Gritton ran the whole entire length of the pitch in about two two point one seconds. Um, and then laid it off for David Graham to just slot past the goalkeeper. And, uh, yeah, that one sticks in my head. No one else probably remembers that, apart from Grits and Graham. It's funny, isn't it? Goals do stick in here. I can still see Hockley uh, smashing one in from <laughs> the edge of the box. But then that's that's etched etched on my brain. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. see what you can come up with. One other thing that we need to mention before we go today, by the way, it's Franco Farrell's funeral, probably happening yes. even as we speak. Yes speak i gather um i gather the cortege was making its way down marnham road earlier on this morning and hopefully there were some people there to um to see it go by uh, a last chance to pay respects to a great man and there, there'll be a lot of people there today rich there'll be a lot of uh, football names and football faces and um, colleagues of ours from local newspapers down the years um there's a fitting way to say farewell to frank i think absolutely guy i've been going through um old photo files over the last couple of weeks they've been in boxes for years and um i've got 
quite a lot of, uh, of, of old Talk United photos, which I've picked up from certain places. Uh, certain newspapers are going to chuck them in a skip one day. Um, and uh, I literally have been going through them and the amount of Frank photos I've, I, I've uncovered, which uh, I didn't realise had quite so really? many. Um, and yeah, they're all really good at atmosphere. He took it, he was a good, very photogenic in, in football photos, Frank. There's a lot of good posed ones and some good ones that were yeah. sitting on the bench um, doing autographs for, for, for fans at the time and from the different eras that he was with the club as well. He's such an important figure for the club. And uh, yeah, as you say, I mean, you know, uh, let's hope, well, we know that the turnout for the funeral will, will, will be like a, a who's who of Talking Nights past. Indeed. I look forward to seeing those pictures when whatever project is you're working on comes to Whatever fruition. project it is, that's right, yeah. I look forward to that. Thank you very much for listening to the uh, Yellow Army podcast this week. Massive game on Saturday. Let's get as many people as humanly possible into the gates of Playmore on Saturday. Um, I'll stick my neck out and say it's, it is make or break this one for our playoff ambitions. I don't see any reason why Torquay can't finish top 10 and have, have a very, very sound season. But if we're going to get into those playoffs, we've got to win on Saturday. Absolutely. We, we, I, I mean, if, if the worst happens and we don't make the playoffs, and you know, if that's the worst that can happen, then, well, you know, there are a lot of big things going on in the world that, you know, football really oh, isn't relevant at times. Absolutely. Um, but if the worst happens and we don't finish in the playoffs, it's because of the... the, the the changes over the summer. Um, we all know, and Gary tells us quite quite uh, often in his own way, um, that the start of the season was, was massively affected by those players who left and having to bring new players in that weren't quite as uh, up to Gary's game as, as, as he would have liked. And they've had to learn how to play for Gary and, and that's why we're not in the playoffs now. It, 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 I mean, honestly, I think I think if we kept the players that we the left, no one really has has jumped away from the crowd this season, have they? Have they? It's such a shame we didn't. No, uh, it's there you go. It is what it is, as the uh, as the young people say, and uh, we'll uh, we'll learn from this season and um, and good. Well, that was good timing, Guy. You've completely broken up. But uh, let's uh, let's give him a big push. That's and as Neil Sadaka says, that's hard to do. That was hard to do because you really broke up there. We did. We didn't hear <laughs> a word a you were saying. Pull the plug yeah, absolutely. Should we try and do it? <laughs> let's give it a go. Thanks for listening, and we finish as ever with a synchronized. Come on, you yellow. Come on, you yellows. <laughs> you see, that should have worked that time, Close but um, I had another buffering moment. Let's let's uh, let's go one more time. Three, two, one. Come on, come on, you yellows. Let's try again next week. <laughs>